0: Yep. Somebody that makes twenty five hundred dollars a month, twenty two hundred dollars a month, the rent's a thousand, they want to move in because they love it, and you know, they're a younger kid maybe or something like that, they, they want they really want that property, you're setting them up for failure if forty percent of their income has to go to rent. They still have, you know, car payments and, and groceries and living expenses and then yep. all this all the and phone bills. So you want to set them and you up for success. And yep. doing that, and that's a, the purpose, the, the quick one is just they don't make enough, their their net isn't three times, move on to the next one. Yep. You're listening to the Faster Freedom Show. Hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls. Investors, entrepreneurs, and best friends.
1: Two millennial Midwesterners who started a real estate side hustle and now own $40 million in rentals without using any of our own money.
0: Now we're two average guys teaching other people how to use real estate investing to create financial freedom and generational wealth.
1: If you're ready to learn how to take control of your future using real estate investments the simple way and have fun while doing it, you're in the right place. Let's start today's show.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. And Lucas, did you know the most expensive part about owning rental properties? Do you know what that is?
1: I would say turnover.
0: Yes, you okay. got it right. You got it right. So we've kind of talked a little bit in the past with episodes about you know um, cash flow or about rentals and things like that about property management and keeping tenants for a long time, but we have not done an episode specifically on that. And I just hadn't because it's not the most exciting topic. However, I get questions all the time, and I actually have had people message me and ask to do a property management type video or episode. So that's what we're gonna do. Is we're gonna talk about um, how we get our tenants to stay an average of four years. Because not to not to spill the cookies, as they say, um, tenants staying a long time and tenants staying for more than two or three years is honestly, in my opinion, the only way. To cash flow, I think if you have a tenant leave, even if your tenants leave every two years, I do not think yeah. in a ten-year period you will positively cash flow. I honestly think if your tenants stay twenty-four months or less, so even if your tenants leave every two years, I don't think you'll cash flow in a ten-year period. I think you're break-even.
1: I think you're right, um, and I think there's a lot of different ways that we'll talk about on how to get your tenants to stay longer. But it, it's something that's not talked about a lot. Um, one of our mentors kind of introduced us to this topic because. Um, um, his single family tenants stay. I think on Brian's like seven years. I think yeah. So um, that also portfolio is older. Our portfolio exactly. Is I don't freaking, think we have that option to have that that type of average yet. I think our average will creep up. Mm-hmm. But um, so I think four years is good. I think we'll continue to to increase that. I think single family rentals have a longer average stay per tenant than say apartments do, especially mm-hmm. in just our area um so i I think just another benefit of single family rentals but you can control a lot of that by the stuff we're going to talk about today
0: awesome i i I appreciate that lucas
1: good yeah you're gonna learn something you're gonna learn today
0: who's this episode brought to you by
1: prime 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 corporate prime prime corporate services pcs
0: um better than the rest trying to Anyways, all right. So I was gonna, I was gonna wrap, but every time I wrap, that like f word's a part of it in my head. So, anyways, um, check out the show notes. Seriously, do go check them out. Give us a review, all that fun thing. Share this episode with a friend. I don't say that enough. Share do, this damn they, episode how with do you a share friend. This
1: with a friend. What's the best? Way all to you share do it?
0: is if you're on Spotify, if you are on Apple Podcasts, if you're on whatever the Google one is, just literally hit like the arrow share button and text it to a friend. You
1: text it to a friend. You you can put it on your social media and tell people about this. That'd be super helpful.
0: Yes. Thank you. Do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then when you're messing around in the show notes, when you're sharing it, go ahead and um, click on the link. Schedule a free 45-minute call with uh, PCS. They will talk to you about anything from bookkeeping to entity setup to corporate structure to mm. tax savings to tax prep to filing your taxes to all the things, and it's free. You don't have to like, enter a credit card to the call that they'll charge you later for. It's free, and we'll set up an entity for you for free. So do that because we love you. All right, Lucas. Yes, sir. So let's set the table with why they should do this, like paint the picture of the benefits of having a good tenant. Like obviously you have a rental property, um, you have expenses, you want the tenant to pay for them with rent, all the, all that is, is pretty self-explanatory. But what people might not know is, Having a good tenant, tenant, and all the benefits. They're going to pay on time, so they're going to be collecting rent on time every month. If they're a good tenant that's qualified, they're going to take care of the property. They're going to cut the grass. They're not going to let it get out of control. They're going to, you know, take care of um, the. the on the inside and out, not damage it. If there's something wrong, they'll take care of it. So they're going to take care of your asset. There's going to be less headaches for you because of all that. They're going to communicate with you through the proper channels and not call you at at 10 PM at night because the bathroom light won't turn on. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they're good tenants because you communicate with them. Well, and all of that adds up to more cash flow. So, you know, on number or on a sheet of paper it makes sense because you cash flow more but beyond that it just makes a ton of sense to um to have a good tenant and to have a good relationship with your tenant
1: yes and yeah i think um and you can have a good individual tenant you know really in any any class of property any style of property any amount of rent uh there might be you know a certain you know range of rent where you're more likely to get an awesome tenant maybe, um, but maybe not. Um, so this this can happen in any type of property. You got a $500 rental, you can find a good tenant. Yep. If you got a $3,000 rental, you can find a good tenant. So uh, we're just talking about that one person, that that, uh, that diamond in the rough um, to make your bank account bigger, but also make property management, the headache that everybody says it is, much less of a headache. And that's the biggest part to me because it's our team that has to has to deal with these people, right? so um we we want to make their job as 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 easy as possible when it comes to managing relationships with tenant because it's it can be a challenge, especially when you have multiple rental properties,
0: yeah, and uh before we kind of get into how we um approve tenants i think it's important to note that you can't hire this part out so if you're talking to a property management company and having them manage your properties, which i think is not a bad plan especially if it's not you know kind of up your alley and it's not something that you want to do and would be good at doing because you have to have kind of a i don't know what a, a a backbone firm handouts kind of aggressive um you know metaphors but you just can't like let them walk all over you you don't have to be like an asshole to them but you got to treat your tenants with respect treat them but be able to draw a line in the sand not sure. everybody can do that
1: yeah
0: like, I mean, like my, my wife cordy would not be good at like no. a tenant saying their eighth grandma passed away yeah, i don't think i'd row. be that good at it either yeah honestly. yeah i i might be a little better than you at it yeah you would be because i'm uh my empathy is a little bit
1: lower than yours it not developed
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, last i checked i think it was light blue but it was still at checked. the bottom that a boy there you go um yes,
1: you took you took take it like six times so. three but
0: anyways um so like, develop empathy develop empathy. let's go I we'll are talking about a, a disc yeah. survey that we take that uh has your skill sets and top 25 skills and empathy is one of those skills and first time i took it it was like 24 <laughs> and i think <laughs> 25 last, and last time it was like 18 oh there you go Getting better what
1: did it jump what's like your lowest now what
0: oh um like uh like coaching like coaching uh like, your employees is, like, usually near the bottom. Got gotcha. you. I'm not good at that. I'm not patient enough. Just Like, do it. Yeah, do it right or, yeah. I like or Michael I'll, Jordan. Just do it right or I'll do it.
1: Like, you're, you're so talented at it. You just don't know how to coach That's
0: it. not what I was saying, Walls. All right. So, um... I think something you can hire out So make sure your property management company, in our opinions, obviously, while you're listening to this, is doing the things we're getting yep. ready to talk about. And if you're doing it, make sure you're doing the things that we're getting ready to talk about, because it's not rocket science. It's just not taking the shortcut. Like pretty much anything we'll talk about It's just taking the extra step, having discipline. Um, and this is no different than that. It's just something that most people kind of um, cut short a little bit. So um you can do it yourself or hire it out and something i was thinking about luke's when i was doing a video yesterday on ways to cash flow still in today's high interest rate market you know shop rates get market rental rate do a 30-year 25-year am if possible a lot of people did 15 20-year ams but one of them i just thought of was manage the property yourselves that's 150 200 bucks a month i know it's your time but that's a way to cash flow right now so i think more people may be managing rentals themselves right now to save that 200 bucks a month yeah at that before it's like it's so cash flows I make money I'll hire it out won't cash flow as much but it's off my plate now it's like I can't buy this unless I manage it myself so I think that's going to be something that a lot more people do in the near future
1: yeah and the, and the and the cash flow on these you know the the longer you own it every single year on average that cash flow is going to go up correct the rent is going to get higher your mortgage is going to be lower it's you get, just, more you expenses, get more efficient hopefully things get more efficient so um just because it's not getting a little off track here but that's fine we love rentals and we love Cash flow just just because it doesn't cash flow maybe, uh, exactly what you want it to do today. It will at some point in the future, and then some. So that's that's why we truly believe in um, owning rentals for, for long term. What should wealth. we name this five
0: foot bear that's sitting? I thought in front we of
1: them. had a name for it. Is it not Rhonda? Maybe that's just the name I want to name it. we're
0: uh, Not Rhonda. Uh,
1: we met a we met a Greta, this weekend. She was a, was a the owner of a restaurant that we went to. She sure was club. Cool. Oh, okay. okay, just
0: making sure. Trying to, I got your back, Ash. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into. We have. Um, let's get into um, what we do, and the one caveat I'll put it in there before that, what we do, and let's talk about what most what most property management companies do. I know
1: which we should name her. Sorry, D Nice. D Nice. Yeah. Have you Why?
0: ever seen that? Uh, oh, Kino oh, Kino oh skin? yeah. D Nice Balake. Yeah. Uh, uh blake <laughs> yeah those you, that, that's, those guys are hilarious <laughs> they I'm are kidding. so funny every skit they do is so funny So good. They're, they're incredible those guys are hilarious they're much more talented than we are all right so um well, i'm going to talk about what most property management companies do then we're going to talk about what we do and then what we've kind of done there's certain things that we don't really do anymore but i think are as possible for yeah. you to do um the, but the one caveat is with the method that we teach the burr's method which i'm thinking about restructuring by the way thinking i'm um, coming up with the faster freedom method cuz the first go. step of the burr's method lucas is buy a house i think the first step should be like understanding real estate or yeah now uh, get, and getting opm you your heart your short your or your short term funding and long term funding lined up and then go buy the house anyways i'm going to re- redo the burr method it. make it better um but the the um the doing that process the burr method or whatever we're going to call it you have a freshly rehabbed house amazing benefits to that one of them is you're going to attract better tenants. So yeah. you're a good tenants have their choice in properties they can stay in. You know, they they make good money, they just for whatever reason want to rent or have to rent, but good really quality tenants that are qualified would rather live in a freshly rehabbed house than a not freshly rehabbed house. So that's a huge benefit. You have an asset that that people want and the types of tenants that you want want it.
1: Yes. So what what that means is before we get into all these details is, you know, hopefully you're going to get multiple people that apply for your house, right? And there's it's it's a lot different than getting multiple offers on a house that you're selling where you can just pick the best offer. There's a there's a certain process that you have to follow um when you um, go, go through those applications and the majority of it's on when they're received, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta go through one at a time, the order that they're received. But I am definitely not an expert at this, but uh make sure your property management knows all the rules. Um, fair housing, all sort or all that stuff. And then also, uh, if you're doing it yourself, make sure you you educate yourself on uh the the proper way to approve a tenant. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the things you should look for.
0: Yeah. I think just to round that out is make sure you're following the laws, talk to somebody um who's done it, but in or hire it out. But in general, you just treat people fairly all so if you treat people fairly and you treat them all the same, I don't I'm believe you you know you're not it's very unlikely to get in trouble where yep. you get in trouble is when you don't treat people fairly and then you do something for some applicant yep. or some tenant that you won't do for other tenants for you sure. have to treat all the tenants the same and then you have to have like a structured set of rules that you do for everybody and you don't bend the rules yep. if you do that um you won't get in trouble in my opinion e- if it exactly. would be something small but if you start to only approve tenants that you know that you are, I don't, don't go down too many rabbit holes, but if you only approve certain tenants or do certain things, um, you can definitely get in trouble because you have to treat. You can't yes. like discriminate on sex, religion, age, any of those kind of things. For
1: sure. So you get that first app, just to drive it home a little bit. You get that first application. Completed app, I think, is the one. First completed application, and uh, they meet all of your criteria. You have to approve that person. Correct.
0: So set up the right criteria, I yep. guess, is what we're getting into. Yep. It's a good, good point. That's talk- a good transition. Yep.
1: Good and pivot. And just another, another example they 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 don't say so they don't um uh qualify uh, you got to move you're going to move on but you can't move on to the third application you have to move on to the next one you have to move on to the next got one. Just all be you in have, the have right to do order. the same process one at a time and uh until someone has a completed application and then someone has a um, fully approved application and then you, that, that's your tenant
0: that was my second friend's um reference of pivot
1: mm-hmm. you had uh Unisex, mm-hmm. unisex, and pivot. I sex and nice. pivot. Yeah, we got we'll, Joey we'll and Ross.
0: We'll if to get Chandler going next, Ooh,
1: Chandler's got some zingers.
0: He does. Chandler bong. All right, here we go. So the first thing that most people like, the first like sweeping like way to qualify or disqualify a potential tenant is income. Yeah. And a lot of people, most of the standard industry is three times income. Yeah. You know, So if the property rents for 1000 their income a month, their income needs to be 3000 a month. Now, where it differentiates for some people is gross versus net. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to explain the difference in which one we lean towards and why?
1: Yeah. So um, the gross <laughs> is, is just the top line. Say you get paid $36,000 a year with Sam's salary, and that's $3,000 a month. You would be able to afford a $1,000 um. A month rental property right that would be gross um that would be after all deductions and this is why we we, we, we go, go off a of net we go off a of net and this is why we look at pay stubs too because you can make that three thousand dollar a month uh say let's just say you get paid once a month for simplicity's sake here but you know you'll have a you could have a 401k deduction you could have um certain i the, what what else can be deducted from um yeah, but, uh, well, garnishment, a bit, you have garnishments
0: yeah, well, and child support and all that stuff that can, they def- can pull it, come out of your paycheck. That's my point. So it, that's why we look at so it. So
1: that could be almost come down to, geez, it could almost come down to a couple hundred bucks in, in a bad scenario. So make sure you look at your pay stub, make sure you're using net, you know, and hopefully it's just the, the simple stuff that's coming out of there. So it doesn't crush their gross from net like 401k insurance, taxes, stuff like that. But um, if they do have a whole bunch of uh, extracurricular coming stuff out of there, that's okay. But um, they still have to qualify based on the net.
0: Yeah. So we can have a tenant making 4000 a month that doesn't qualify for a 1000 a month rent because they're... They're grossing four thousand a month, but they don't qualify because their net is twenty six hundred or something like that. Exactly. you don't do it to be a hard ass. You don't do it to like only like to discriminate people that don't make as much money. You do it to set yourself up and themselves up for success. Yep. Somebody that makes twenty five hundred dollars a month, twenty two hundred dollars a month, the rent's a thousand, they want to move in because they love it, and you know, they're a younger kid maybe or something like that, they they want they really want that property. You're setting them up for failure if forty percent of their income has to go to rent. They still have, you know, car payments and, and groceries and living expenses. And then yeah. all this, all the, and phone bills. So you want to set them and you up for success and yep. doing that. And that's a, the purpose. The, the quick one is just they don't make enough, their, their net isn't three times, move on to the next one. Yep, for sure. Um, then we do a credit check. And this is where you can kind of vary a little bit. Some people have a minimum of 650 credit score, 700 yeah. credit score, 600, 600 credit score. Yep. Having some type of minimum credit score, I think, is important. Um, anything on credit score? Do you want to get?
1: Yeah, just, uh, you know, your credit score basically says, you know, how responsible you are with with money and making payments. Uh, so, that's a good indicator of, you know, if you rent it out to somebody, whether they're going to pay you back. Um so yeah, that's really about it for me. Um I'm going to do a pro tip on the back of uh, Do a pro uh, tip, Lucas. Um, credit check here is uh, we, we look math. at bank statements. I know that sounds a little intrusive, but um they might um net on their paycheck a lot of money but if you look on their pay stub and they're going they're they're spending that balance down i'm sorry you look on their bank statement and they're spending that balance down to zero every single month that's not a good steward of money they're running too close to the to the line so that's like a another thing that we look at a lot of times too is bank statements
0: i like it um so that's more the money um side of it and that that's the extra mile thing you took ahead that's okay walls you know it's all right I, i i forgive you um, the next thing we look at is credit. We talked about that. You have your minimums, you know, um, and just that's, it is what it is. This is, it's a math formula, honestly. Yeah. Um, that's how, um, that's how some property management software can give you the light. some Most property management softwares will give you the thumbs up, the thumbs down, or the maybe. It's because it's a math formula. So they don't meet this, they don't meet that. The the third thing we look at is eviction history. Obviously, if they've been evicted. um, I feel like, honestly, most landlords are good. Obviously, there can be a D bag of a landlord that evicts you so we can find the story. But if there's been an eviction the past five years, uh, we're probably going to move on. Um, But if it's over five years ago, we love, we don't want to, you know, we want to help people. So somebody has an eviction seven years ago and they meet everything. Else, and yeah. we talk and find out about their eviction and, and a little bit more. We will approve them.
1: Yeah, there's but, some weird scenarios out there where. But if they
0: eviction last year, we're just probably not going to do yeah, that. Yeah,
1: where where you know they maybe they lived with a roommate, and uh, you know. Moved out or something, and, and couldn't couldn't get off the lease because their roommate was being weird and the landlord was being weird, and then their land then their old roommates stopped paying. So there's some there's some interesting situations like that where we definitely take into consideration. But uh yeah, if it's in the last couple of years, we're, we're we're probably not.
0: Yep. And then the next thing, the, then these are standard things that people have different ranges of income and credit yeah. check and eviction time frame. Some people say no evictions ever. Yeah. I feel like most people uh, have a time frame there. And then the last is background check. We're gonna check for criminal history this is all public data that we get we're not like you know hacking their phones but background check we're going to make sure there's no like violent crime domestic abuse we don't want that we don't the neighborhoods we own houses at are nice neighborhoods. We don't want to yeah. bring somebody that potentially has a domestic abuse issue, or especially apartment complexes that one yeah. bad apple, so or violent crimes. If somebody is 30, if somebody if somebody's 28 and they had got a DWI when they were 20 years old, we're still yeah. going to approve them. So it depends on the crime. We're not going to deny people because they got a parking
1: yeah, ticket. Yeah, and felonies versus misdemeanors. So a lot of people say something along the lines of you know no felonies in the last five years or 10 years or something like that. So just pick what works for you and then uh, just stick with that on every single house.
0: Alright, so that's the general I think baseline you can have your ranges of strictness that the you old should face
1: line. Did
0: I say faceline? <laughs> baseline, I said. Your faceline is you stupid. You're getting gray. I am a little bit too. I've always said gray there. Do Not think, always do you but. think do you think I should just remain a little bit in the beard or just let it roll?
1: I, I'm a let it roll type of guy. Makes me look distinguished, so um, I am not gonna sometimes resume. I'll Go get ahead. on my
0: phone, I'll be like, oh, like it's a little gray. It makes sense. Well, just me...
1: for a minute then. If you 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 seem like a just for a minute type of guy. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I'm
0: kidding. I'm not gonna do that. Um sometimes it's like I some I think the longer it goes, the more gray the show oh, is. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: When I trim it up, I like it. All right. Anyways. All right, so those are the baseline, faceline, holiday in. What about how you didn't expect that, did you? Mm, if I guess, no. if I gave you a thousand guesses, you wouldn't have guessed I would have said that.
1: I don't. I, I feel like Jaden said that exact same thing when I walked in. So because we we're talking about because
0: we we did recorded a video um, on uh, I did live yesterday on YouTube on our Branson hotel conversion yeah. and we are saying hotel motel yes, holiday. That's exactly Ian. what he said. All right, so uh, that's the baseline. What's the extra mile stuff, walls? <laughs> extra mile stuff. is bank You statements already you already I talked, talked about one. About, but...
1: Talked about don't bend in the rules. Um, yeah, uh, landlord verification. So. uh even if they don't have an eviction, maybe maybe have them provide the, the last two or three landlords that they've rented at and give them a call and be like, hey, have they ever paid late? Or maybe even give them a form to fill out and send back to you. Um, did they leave with the balance? Did they, you know, have a whole bunch of un- unnecessary maintenance calls? You can you can check in with the landlord. But um, another thing to do is if they're if they're living in a, in a house, whether they own it or rent it, whatever it is, you can also do a home visit. Um we don't do home visits. Uh, we feel like they're slightly intrusive, um, but uh, it's something that you can do, and it's something that a lot of investors in our area do, um, and uh, you can get a feel for how they treat their current house and how they are going to possibly treat your house when they move in.
0: Have you ever played Would You Rather? Yeah. We want to play right now?
1: Uh, well, I – I, you just, you just, you didn't, you didn't say one word for like... It <laughs> just depends on what the question is. So All right. Hopefully, yes. Would
0: so. you rather put a house on the open market to rent? Yes. Would you rather put a house on the open market to rent?
1: Open market to rent. Okay. Um, I think I understand So, that. so let's say
0: we're putting a house on the market to rent Monday. That house, would you rather approve a decently approved tenant in the first three weeks or would you rather wait six weeks, seven weeks, and get the perfect oh, tenant? Oh, yeah, six weeks, seven that's weeks. That's my point. Sure. So that's where people get impatient. And the extreme example is if they can fog a mirror, you approve them. I know most people do, do, don't do that. But if it kind of meets your criteria, it's been three weeks, let's approve them and yeah. move in. I've done it when we were approving oh, yeah. it. When, um,
1: when you're sitting vacant for a long time. For three
0: weeks, four weeks, you're paying rent. Yeah. Or no, you're paying mortgages, walls. Yeah. You're paying insurance. You're paying tax. It's you very still have, tempting. Yes. Yeah. And that's why we accrue. of gross rent for vacancy for those specific times. And when we have a tenant stay for four years, that's a lot of money in that vacancy pool that we're not worried about waiting an extra three Mm -hmm. weeks is my point. So at first, it can be definitely anxious. But usually, there's not a mortgage and as much expenses on it because you haven't refinanced yet for the most part. So the first, right on your initial tenant placement on your Burr method spend an extra three, four weeks. If it takes you eight weeks to get a tenant that's going to stay for five years, as opposed to, you know, saving yourselves three weeks, but the tenant leaves after a year or two, it makes so much more sense. I promise to be disciplined and approve that perfect tenant. Not saying your first week, you won't get an amazing tenant. So approve them if they're getting approved, especially if you have a bird deal, you're probably going to get approved quickly. Just have that discipline, I guess, is the point.
1: For sure. And I I know it seems like a lot of stuff and there's there's more stuff on top of this. It's just the main ones, but there's property management softwares and other softwares out there that that uh that'll help you do all of this and spit back the the information that you need to see based on um that, that someone will apply when they apply they give you the information that you need to to run their background track to run their credit check and a lot of times you just put put it right into your uh, property management software we use buildium mm-hmm. and uh, we just press you know uh, run application and it takes a little bit and it spits us back all the information that we need to make a decision and see if we want to move forward so uh try not to get too overwhelmed because there's uh, software out there to help you with a lot of this Agreed. awesome so decently episode
0: let me check the time if we can do 20s if not we can do uh, networking. that will do networking. all right so who do you want to pick for the next who do you want to pick for the net worth game? Sorry, that was probably horrible audio.
1: Yeah. So, what theme? So I'll, I'll, explain the network what theme game, I'll explain the net worth game. I'll explain it
0: real quickly. You think of it. Okay. Last time, uh, I don't remember what did the last. Actor theme. I think we, was yeah. it Matthew
1: McConaughey think, and Tom Cruise. I think
0: so. Yeah. So okay. well, the net worth game is a game Luke's nice to play in college, where it was a drinking game we played all the time, but. It was a group of friends, usually sometimes just us, honestly. Um, But you'd guess somebody's net worth, you'd Google it. Uh, Google's usually, you know, within a range. Obviously, net worths are kind of private. But in general, you know, most websites have this general net worth. And whoever's closest gives out a drink.
1: And we usually do themes, like whether it be actors or actresses or uh, famous basketball players, golfers, musicians, rappers. Um, We try to pick people that the net worth is... Pretty public that we know. So yeah, they all gotta be someone ha- to, yeah. decently high net worth. So the, uh, the, 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 the the funnest business owners. The most
0: fun is when thing. somebody's is way lower than we think. A lot of times they're higher than we think. Those are fun yeah. too. But somebody I feel like um, who was it, like uh, Terrell Owens or somebody I think was like five hundred thousand and he made like millions and mil- something like yeah, that. Maybe right. not. Sorry, T.O., if you're not that low. But a couple of people's are very yeah. low.
1: All right, so let's go. Let's go with golfers. Okay, I just watched a few episodes of Full, Full swing, swing, so. Let's go with golfers. Let's not do, like, Tiger Woods or anything like that. Let's just pick some people that have been around a while, maybe, and um, not super long, but people know them. Um, all right. I'm going to pick Stuart Sink.
0: Stuart Sink. Stewie, I love that one. All right. So, Stuart Sink. So, you're going to no. know. I'll look it up. Well, but you I, got I, to guess first, I, though. I won't. Push. Okay. Um, so, Stuart Sink, let's say he's been around a long time. He's, he's been a very good golfer for a long time. They didn't used to make as much money as they do. He was around before the Tiger days, and then they started to make more. So, uh, Stewie Sink, I'm going to go with 45 million.
1: Mm. Feels a little high to me. Not going to lie. Um,
0: yeah, I guess I just kind of assume it, he. I
1: mean, it could be 100 million. Well, and some of these people you know? have a lot
0: of businesses on the side, some for don't. For
1: sure. I'm going to say 30 million. Okay. Okay, Stuart St. Net Worth. Right there we go. Um Stuart Sink's Estimated net worth is thirty million. Do you got it right on? Twenty-two, twenty-five. Said tw- this one says twenty-five million. Um, this one says eight point six million. This one says 18 million. Well, that's
0: way less than most.
1: Yeah, so eight, I would say 18 to 30 is the range i So I'm you seeing. were right on that one. All right. So Shout out me, to Stewie. Stewie, let me guess someone along those oh, lines. Yeah, hopefully it's more than that. A lot of times this is super wrong and, and low. Usually that's yeah. way, usually five
0: five websites say the same or close. Yeah. That, that, that was that a rare a little, one. Little, ran, little range. Probably 30 or less it sounds like. So you won that one. Um, I'm
1: trying to go maybe just a touch higher on the net worth than that. It, it might be more accurate if it's a little higher of so someone that maybe has a little higher number yeah. that you think yeah, we don't know so, yeah let's go with um, <laughs> i love Stuart sink by the way i love I, him. i've seen him live at uh Bell reeve in st louis here when the PJ championship came mm-hmm. here it's he on like a 220 yard par three and he freaking just he ate like a protein ball because his son was his caddy yeah for his son still is there. caddy his son still is caddy that's Every, crazy yeah. he ate like a protein ball and just went up there and whacked it like <laughs> 15 feet from the pit yeah like, and this they're so good yeah that, it's yeah. nuts
0: um Let's go with somebody that's uh, has a little endorsements and has been around. Let's go with DJ Dustin Johnson. Go, will give the live tour a little bit that, of some smoke. Yeah, that's a big he's won one. like 22 times on tour or something. So, yeah,
1: and I still wonder, you know, with those big contracts like in, in every sport, uh, do, do is that included in the net worth or is it what, are, what you already been paid? I mean, what it should be.
0: Yeah, I, I assume it's what you what you gotten because things could okay. happen. Yeah, so what if? Uh, God forbid you stop playing. I don't think you probably get paid. You have to pay play at least, or something happens, and you know. So
1: I don't think yeah. DJ DJ's up there. So I just I just hit
0: enter, but I haven't looked at it yet.
1: Oh man, I would say if we're not counting, because I think he got 150 million. Probably yeah. A little 150 million contract for live.
0: I think over like four or five years. Four or
1: five years, so probably been paid 20 or 30 of it. I think
0: he made. I think last year they said he made like. Forty or fifty grand with everything, with winning and with endorsements. Forty and fifty grand, million.
1: That's a lot.
0: With endorsements and with winning, he yeah. won an event. And paid they made like five million for winning the event.
1: Yeah, um, those are
0: those those contracts are just to play.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I would say hundred million.
0: Hundred million. That's a good freaking guess. Dude,
1: I think that's high though. Maybe I don't
0: know. It, it I feel be. like he's somebody that spends it. I don't feel like. He's no a big, offense, DJ. A big investor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm yeah. pretty sure he spends it. He doesn't like.
1: He's also got some like. Don't you get some family money? Like if you marry into the Gretzky's, like yeah. I don't know how that's. Hell, yeah, if they're separate, Wayne that's Gretzky true. He would be a good one. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky would do, we'll do that. We, we should next. do goats,
0: like just like the goats. We should yeah. do like all of them. Ooh,
1: that'd be fun. Michael Jordan, obviously uh, Wayne. I'm gonna. Babe I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: go sixty-five million.
1: All right. Uh.
0: Estimated net worth of fifty million. I said an estimated net worth a hundred million. Ninety-seven okay. to sixty-eight million.
1: Okay. So what'd you say?
0: I, we were, I said 65, you said 100. I think we're both right because I've seen 100, and I've seen literally 65 well, and seen 100. So they don't know golfers' net worth apparently. Obviously, Everybody yeah, else I has been DJ like. DJ
1: would be a little more dialed in. That was all over the place. It was, yeah. All right, so if you have not subscribed,
0: please do so. Give us a review, a rating, share this with a friend. You don't have to, but. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. All right, Walsh, we're tied. This big oh, pressure. Gosh,
1: I need this one. I need this one. Focus. The miss
0: Focus. is short. I shouldn't be helping you like this, but the miss is short. I mean
1: could be long but just, most of your you, you
0: understand that's basketball talk
1: oh i know my miss was short
0: you if the misses I, are usually short is my point
1: right. so it, it, doesn't, we, it doesn't necessarily make things shoot it farther it's not necessarily how it goes well should <laughs> yeah you would think
0: got it okay he's up one see if we can tie this up
1: Oh, for up. two today you needed that see you next one. thanks for listening to today's episode We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to
0: learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes, along with all our social media handles, so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message and we'll cover it in an upcoming show.